Hi, friends. So it is officially the end of the year, and that means it's the season of New Year's resolutions. So if you're like many people, one of the items on your resolution list might be to move more. But what if your exercise goals had very little to do with your body and instead were all about your mind and your spirit? Well, that's one of the things we're going to talk about today with my guest, Laura Connolly. Laura is a walking wellness coach. So what she does is she leads people of all ages through transitions. And while she does this, they happen to be also experiencing the mental and spiritual benefits of outdoor activity. Basically, working with Laura means that you're working with a life coach, but you just happen to be also walking outdoors during your sessions. Now, I've known Laura for a little over a year, and she has taught me so much about why walking is crucial and critical to mental and spiritual health that I wanted to share some of the things that she's taught me with you. So here's an idea. Take the next few seconds and go grab your headphones and take this episode outside with you and listen to it while you walk. Laura and I are next on today's episode. Welcome to the Make Light Show, the podcast that's all about infusing your life and work with meaning and using your superpowers to change the world. I'm Karen Walrand, leadership coach and author of the best-selling book, The Beauty of Different, Observations of a Confident Misfit. Join me as we explore ways to curate an intentional life and positively impact those around you in the process. Work your purpose, change your world, make light. Okay, so before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to remind you that when I'm not here podcasting with you in my day job, I'm a leadership coach. And that means that I've helped people around the world navigate difficult situations at work, get comfortable with new leadership positions, launch new businesses, or simply infuse their work with meaning and purpose. And I would really love to work with you, especially as we're starting a brand new year. So if you've ever thought about working with a coach, whether or not you're an entrepreneur or a corporate exec or just someone with a passion and a plan that needs executing, check out my website at karenwalrand.com forward slash coach for more information. Now, my first session is always free, but if you mention that you heard this on the Make Light Show, I'll give you 15% off of a six session package or 20% off a 12 session package. It's as simple as that. So be sure to check me out, karenwalrand.com forward slash coach and mention that you heard me here. I can't wait to meet you. Okay, so with that, let's go ahead and dive into my interview with the lovely Laura Connolly. Enjoy. Oh my gosh, Laura, I am so excited to have you here on the Make Light Show. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Oh, it is my big pleasure. <laughs> I can't wait to, to dive into this with you to, to talk more about my big love of walking. You know, and it's so funny because um, you and I have actually been working together for a little over a year. Right. And... Uh, if you had asked me, you know, over a year ago, like, uh, how much do you know about walking? I would have said, well, I mean, how hard can it be? You walk, right? I've been walking it for most of my life. But just just talking with you over the last year, I've learned 
so much more and how much bigger walking is than just getting us from A to B or a form of sort of physical exercise. So I really am excited about digging into this with you, especially as we start a new year and people are probably looking at movement as one of their their resolutions. So let's just start from the very beginning. How did you start to discover walking in your own life more than just mobile mobilization? Yeah. So it's really the funny story is it's really been my whole life. Like most of us have been walking, right? But from a very, very young age, I um, would find release in going and walking around the block when I was bored, when I was stressed or whatever. Mm. So even as a very little girl and um, that walking was the thing that I did with my friends, we'd walk to the park, we'd walk around the block, like I said. And um, I I like the theme song to my early youth was these boots are made for walking. Like, <laughs> interestingly enough, so right. I've kind of, it's been the back kind of the, the soundtrack in the back of my mind, my whole life. Right. But, um, as an adult, I found, um, going through a really stressful time in my life mm. that, uh, walking was a thing that I could do. I was, a, I had a, a new baby and I just literally walked out the door and, um, started walking off my stress and the anxiety around my end of my marriage and being a new mom at the same time. Wow. Wow. So, okay. So you've, you're finding that it's stress relief, right? As you're walking. Um, And that's great. Like, uh, I I think probably all of us have done that, like tried to walk to cool off um, from losing a temper or something like that. Yeah, They say, go walk that off. Right. Go walk it off. Yeah. yeah. So, So, but what made you decide like you would, like make it as you'd make a living at it. Like a lot of people would do that and just go on about their day. Like, what was it about it that you really were like, Oh no, I can actually do something with this. Yeah. And I think like a lot of ideas that we have, it kind of things evolve. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, I, along with my health journey, I also studied nutrition and became a certified nutrition coach. But the idea of sitting in an office with someone and, and, and helping them get on track with their eating just sounded like something that, I, I didn't want to have to be indoors. Right. Um, I've always been an outdoorsy person. And so I thought, what if I meet my clients and um, we walk while we talk about nutrition? Mm. So the one hour session would be a one hour walk as well. And um, really early on, and, and that that seemed like a, um, a good business plan. Right. But on the very first walk, I mean, we weren't 20 paces into walk when I realized that that client, he really knew what to eat. It was the stressors in his life. Mm. that were kind of getting in the way. And as we walked and as he relaxed in our walk, he started problem solving himself, the things that he could do to become healthier in his life. And so from that very first walk I did as a business, I learned that I wanted to study more the, um, the benefits um, for our mental health of walking in nature. So not only could I help people perhaps with some nutrition tips, but we could also kind of get on that healthier track to overall mental and physical health on the walks as well. Yeah. You know, and I, it, just as you say that, I, I just started thinking like, um, you and I are both parents to teenagers, right? Yes. And teenagers can sometimes be a little, um, closed off. Let's just say that Absolutely. Uh, they don't necessarily share as much as maybe you would <laughs> yeah. like them to share. Yeah. Um, and I found, um, recently just actually recently discovered this. I invited my daughter to walk with me um, I w- a friend had asked me to take some photographs of him at an arboretum that's right near our house of take care of, take pictures of him and his family. And yeah. I, you know, it was like on a Saturday morning or something. And 
my daughter was up and I said, hey, do you want to be my second shooter? Um, she's not a photographer, but I was like, uh-huh. she could help me with, you know, holding reflectors up. Sure. Um, and I said, do you want to do it? And I was surprised to hear her say yes. And so we walked over there. I could have driven, but like, because mm-hmm. you're always in my head about getting outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, let's just walk over there. So we walked over there and it was so funny what you just said about your first client, how much... I don't know if it's the fact that we're not looking at each other. You know, we're kind of walking side by side. So it feels less vulnerable. But she started telling me stuff about her, what was going on in her life and her mind that I don't know I would have heard if I had just asked her, so what's going on at school today or, you know, or whatever. It just sort of came up. Do you find that that's true with all of your clients is that they just sort of open up? Yes. And, you know, there is evidence based science behind that. Um, Mm. I. I really love Esther Perel. She's a marriage and family therapist. And she talks about that, how couples do so much better when they go on a walk, because when you're face to face, it can seem really confrontational. Same with our teenagers, right? Right. But in relationships, if you're side by side, you can have much deeper conversations and get really um, at that real honest spot inside your gut. So um, there's been there's science around that, how when not eye to eye, we actually do process through things better. Often people will say in the car, they have really great conversations with their children or their significant other. And that's that same kind of thing, right? Where you're not staring in each other's eyes. (laughs) Right, right. You know, preparing for a fight. (laughs) Side by side, it's 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 much more you're a team. You're you know, you're walking Mm. together. You're not in a confrontation. So and what I think is also really interesting is that like nowadays when you have clients because you your coaching practice, like you're a, a coach who happens to have your session outside walking, right? Like that's, that's sort of your thing. So when you, when you switch, you don't, do you ever talk about nutrition or like losing weight or anything else, which I think most people would think a walking coach would be about, it would be about improving your walking form and Mm -hmm. losing weight and getting leaner. And and that's not what you do, right? No, not, not at, I mean, it's not that that conversation never comes up on a walk, but it's more about, um, I, I joke and say that my coaching style is a combination of Mr. Rogers and Lizzo. So it's about <laughs> which is kind of the most awesome converse, combination <laughs> ever, I think. <laughs> They're my guiding lights, yeah. right? So it's about compassion and self-love. And you know, there are things like you know the foods we eat and the, our movement and the amount of sleep and hydration. All those things come together. Um, and make us healthier people. And that's all important. But um, you can come at it from a lot of different angles. So I'm not going to tell someone prescribe a, a nutrition plan, right, right, right. for example. Um, I think as we get more um, mentally healthy, the other things seem to fall in place mm. if, we're, if we process through it. You know, we really do know what, um, what the healthy things that we should do in our lives are. It's just getting through all the daily stressors to, yeah. so that we can manage that. So, okay. So, so a lot of me, people, me included, um, look at walking as a hundred percent about physical health. And I have, I mean, I've lost weight, like walking five, six, seven miles a day for a while there and really sort of getting obsessive about walking as a way to clean up and lose weight. But Mm -hmm. you are like, that's kind of the secondary benefit if you walk, yeah, right? So talk a, a little bit a about what the side effect. So what are the real benefits of walking? Like what, as far as what, what you see, what do you, what do you see as the biggest benefits of walking? So for me, I find that the mental health benefits are the number one thing mm. that I see happen right away. Like no matter um, how someone um, comes together with me on the trail, no matter what mood they're in, 
by the time we finish, they're feeling better and they're better able to handle whatever is going on in their lives. Mm. So um, I see the biggest benefit um, as a mental health, um, the mental health benefit. But then, of course, all the physical things that are happening, you know, you're increasing your lung capacity, your heart health. Mm. And um, it's been shown that's the one thing that has no side effects that we know um, can help prevent a lot of, of disease mm. and even help in the cure of many things. You know, it boosts our immune system. So all of those things are the, uh, the happy side effects that are happening with every step that you take. Mm. But I find that as soon as you take the first step, you're in a better mood. And what and is that? Well, why, why does that happen? Like that, that that's I, 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 I find that to be the same here and, you know, in my own life as well is, you know, sometimes if I'm stuck at work, you know, like I, I don't know, I'm trying to do something creative and I'm, I'm not getting there. Sometimes a walk around the block will do that. And what is it about, about that, that happens? And, and would the same thing happen if I just got on a treadmill, you know, as opposed to going outside, is there, is there a difference? Yeah. I, yes. And, and there's been research around that. Like there is something, there's a beneficial um, mood lift that happens with any form of exercise. Mm-hmm. But there's been um, research done that shows that there's particular um, mental health boost or mood boost in being in um, nature. So that recently mm-hmm. there's been a lot of research done at Stanford University around this where they measured um, just the chemicals that where they can do now with new MRI techniques and stuff in our brains, um, having a research participants walk across campus in nature mm-hmm. and then walk on a treadmill and then measuring the effects of those things. So. I always joke and say, you know, you don't have to just take my word for it. There actually is science that backs this up too. I can give you anecdotal evidence all day long, but if you're the kind of person who needs to know the science, that is there as well. Yeah. It, you get the endorphin uh, rush as you're going. I remember, you know, John Denver had that song about Rocky Mountain High, you know, nature. And it really, it really is true. Yeah. So, um, so is it, is there a difference between, I mean, obviously we, you couldn't do this with with you because you're a walking coach and you have to be able to talk while, while you're walking. But like, is it, is it similar to somebody who's a runner, who's a jogger? Like, is that the same sort of thing? Do people get the same sort of benefit? So I don't, I, I, um, I think no, okay. because when we're running, we are definitely getting, you know, that rush kind of that runner's high that people talk about. Right. But when you walk, it's more like a, mm, a meditation kind of a thing. You're more able to be present and pay mm. attention mm. when you're running, you get caught up in it. And I think that's a great feeling as well. Yep. But, but when you're walking, you get so much more because you might start out processing through things, but then you can really let your mind wander and mm. just be present in your surroundings and get benefits. Even if it's just for a 15 or 30 minute walk, your brain gets to shut off some of that noise of stress that we get from the outside world. Yeah. And one of the things I remember you telling me, um, I, I thought this was so interesting is, uh, you're a walker and you kind of, you, you don't let weather stop you, right? Like you tend to no. just be like, let's get out there. You just get out there. And one of the things that I think, um, was really interesting is I am definitely a person. Houston can see a lot of rain. Um, sometimes too much rain, but you know, we get rainy days. And a lot of times I'm like, Oh, it's raining. I can't go outside. And you were, you were telling me that you should go outside and that you should use a clear umbrella. Could you, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. There's these great, um, clear bubble umbrellas that actually come down and protect you and you can see through them. Mm. And, um, we know we all have heard lately about these, um, that all of us are walking around deficit in like vitamin D, Mm. which we 
normally get from the sun. But as urban dwellers, especially, we don't get outside enough. Mm. So even on a cloudy day, even on a rainy day, there's still some filtered sunlight coming through that we can um, take advantage of by being outdoors through that clear umbrella. Um, And of course, it also helps that you can see where you're going (laughs) and the bubble umbrella kind of comes over your face. So you're not you know, having the water from the rain splash at you. Yeah, I love I love that. I was like, oh, I never really even considered the vitamin D thing. That, that was such yeah. a re- really great thing. OK, so tell me a little bit about like your client without divulging any confidentiality, confidentiality. Like who are your clients? Who's like an ideal client? Are, are, do they have to be sort of fit, um, have some sort of fitness uh, before they come see you? Like like what kind of clients no. are you seeing? So everyone, really, that's the best thing about um, walking in my practice. So I lead group walks um, for different businesses and nonprofits in Mm. Houston and around. Actually, I've done them in Austin as well. And the benefit of that is all ages are welcome. All paces are welcome. Mm. And then my one-on-one clients, the same. Um, It runs a gamut from from children all the way up to my oldest client is in her 90s. Wow, really? Right. Yes. And you can, you know, the thing about walking is I can change the pace. The session is an hour, but everyone goes a slightly different distance. Sure, right. Sure. So um, it, it and it, the benefit is in the walking and being out in nature for that hour. It's not necessarily always in how far, or how fast you go. Mm. So um, it, it everyone um, benefits. And, and those my clients are all of those people, um, all fitness levels. I have marathoners who. Um, it, they're not coming to me for that fitness aspect per se, right. but they're coming to be heard and to have someone walk with them and process through things that are going on in their life. Mm. And I love it. One of the things, um, like you were telling me that a lot of times when you meet with your clients, you'll say, okay, what are we going to walk about today? Right. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. right. Like what are the things that yeah. we're actually going to walk through the issues that you're going to walk through, which I love that phrase. Can you, I, I know you've, um, you've seen changes in your clients. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about what kind of changes you've seen um, as they've worked with you? Absolutely. And, you know, I think that I've heard you and I've heard other people say this that work in coaching with people is if you had a photograph of someone when you first, when they first start down this road of self-discovery and that you said, who is the ideal client? I think someone who's, who's ready and who wants to take the, the you know, proverbial next step. That's, mm. that's the person. So they, they have something going off that they, they're have an awareness that they want help. They want to take the next step. Okay. And, um, and so, then you're talking about the next step in their lives or careers, not necessarily, yeah. um, yes. not necessarily fitness, right. You're talking specifically not about, but sometimes, sometimes that is, that's there as well. Like yeah. someone comes out after, um, a, a health issue mm-hmm. and they're not feeling so stable on their feet and they want just someone there with them to, to, to take those steps. So they might come because they're going through a, a job transition or a, um, a relationship change, a divorce, mm. um, or an empty nester whose children are you know left to go to college or move on. So there's all kinds of things that are brought to the path that we we walk through. And sometimes the first thing out of their mouth when we hit the trail and say, "What do you want to walk on today?" or "What's the story from this week?" They'll start with one thing, and then those deeper things come out. Mm. And I'm just there. Um, I tell clients I'm here. I kind of walk beside you and hold a mirror. And when I, when you say something that I really think is important for you to hear, I'll try to bounce it back at you. Right. Right. Like, wow. Did, did you hear what you just said? So I think that um, my clients as well of all, all of us, we, the answers are inside of us, mm. but if we don't have a way to stop that rumination of it going around and around our head, we, we, we need to say it out loud. Yeah, we yeah. need someone 
in a confidential, non-judgmental space to, so that we can hear ourselves. And, um, it, it, and there's, like I said, there's just something about being in nature too, sort of like it puts us in perspective of the big, broader world around us. Um, so it's like the perfect, uh, I think it's the perfect situation for health things, job things, right. uh, marriage things, parenting, all those things are, we're able to process through much better outside. And, and like you said, any kind of weather. Yeah. Houston is also, as you know, very hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of those summer things I'm like, good Lord. Like you must have to go out really early in order to get it to be bearable. I have a client and we, I meet him at noon. Oh my so gosh. He, he works downtown Houston and we meet on his lunch break and you just, you just sweat. That's what wow. you do. And they're, um, of course, you wouldn't go, you know, like start up a walking practice in, you know, mid-August in Houston. But if you kind of walk your way into it or ease your way into it and drink lots of water, yeah. you're fine. And any any climate can be walkable. I have um, friends, actually from the Midwest, who go out below zero days. You know, they bundle up. They walk in the snow carefully so they don't slip. But um, yeah, the, the walk can happen in all all weather if done safely. That's your, wow. That's, that's intense. Okay. So, so tell me like, what does success look like? Like what, what are some of the success stories that you've had with, with your clients? Yeah. People, um, finding, like you say, how they can make light in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. Like how, um, uh, empowering, feeling self-empowerment, um, in their lives, having been listened to and where they feel like they're really heard. And then they're able to, uh, make changes. People who have changed, um, relationship statuses. You know, sometimes I've had a client who left a marriage and I have had another client who he was able to work through things with, um, with his partner mm -hmm. to, to keep the marriage going. People who've changed jobs or, um, found success in their jobs by talking through different ways that they can handle things in their workplace. Um, I walked with a college student who was just having a difficult time his freshman year. Mm -hmm. And I, just by listening to him, he was able to be uh, more successful at school. So, um, I think it's just, we're really starved for someone to listen to us. And like I said, we, we know the answers, but until we kind of talk it all through, talk it through with someone who we know we can trust, it's hard to get to them yeah. very deeply sometimes. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I, I think you've mentioned once, um, uh, elderly clients that you've had that have felt really lonely and like sort of, um, count on their sessions with you as a form of connection and, and they sort of come, come to themselves yes. as a result. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I have a client who we walk in a different location every week. Mm. So, um, that's one thing that I do is I, I meet most of my clients at local trails and parks, um, in the core kind of the center of Houston. Mm -hmm. But, uh, this particular client was new to Houston and she's in her seventies and she wanted to explore different places. Mm. So every week, for about three or four months, we met at a different location every week. And it was kind of like field trips, right? Right, right. And um, this was through the heat of the summer and she'd had some health issues. So sometimes we met like at the museums and most museums have a basement with lots of hallways. So we, we, we walked indoors. Mm -hmm. And um, by doing that, she realized that she loved the heart of the city. And so she's moving from an apartment way out in the suburbs to an apartment right in the core of town, close to the museums and the uh, parks and all that's going on. So it's allowed her to um, see that just because she's in her seventies doesn't mean that she can't make that change yeah. and find, yeah, find a new life in the city. I love that. I love that story. Okay. So I, I want to switch a little bit 
Um, because something that you have said, one of the another phrase that I love is uh, which sounds a little saucy is the phrase "go walk yourself," and and, we, <laughs> and we've talked a lot about sort of the benefits of being heard and being listened to. Um, but there's some benefit also to to sort of walking on your own, and right. you kind of have some methodologies on how to kind of walk yourself. Could you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely, and this is something that I do for myself. Like when I feel my tensions rising. Yep. Um, there are times when we want to process and talk through with someone, but there are times when we just need to go walk ourselves, and we and like we want to tell other people to do that as well. So um, what I do is I have picked um, it's a, it's a walking meditation, but without any kind of woo woo things attached, which is more difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I will go out and I'll uh, for example last week I was just looking at the the way that the bark looks on the tree because finally the leaves have fallen and in doing that I can zero in and just give my mind a rest from whatever angsty kind of thing I'm trying to work through mm. and it's a way of of um it's a way of meditation so as I'm walking oh that's really rough that's smooth you know look at how that tree has changed with the seasons mm. and when I finish I'm able to go back and whatever it was that was troubling me and I was ready to pull my hair out and scream at my kids at for example, <laughs> I'm ready to to um, be the, a better mom or the mom that I want to be. Yeah. So w- I think um, self reflection mm. and um, meditation and mindfulness all can occur on those walks when we when we go walk ourselves. Or and I, we want it for other people. But I think the way to get people around us to do it is to model it ourselves. Sure. Right. Sure. And it, it can be as simple as walking to the corner and back you know, 10 times. It doesn't, you don't need to go find the most beautiful trail in town. It can be on a city street, a very urban environment, just walking to the corner, walking on the block, walking back and forth up and down your driveway even can be the thing to um, reset us, get us on the right path. So I think that that's really interesting. Like you, what you just said about, um, you know, you walk and you look at the bark on the trees. Like, so, so it, it reminds me of an exercise that I do whenever I'm um, just want some like photography practice. Like I've done I've done a thing where I take my camera out and I walk, you know, 20 paces or 50 paces or 100 paces. And then I have to take 10 images of whatever I see around me at that, you know, at that distance. Right. Of just so I so the idea of it of like walking meditation, it can be a mantra or something else like that. But you're also talking about giving yourself a little sort of scavenger hunt assignment as well. Yeah. Right. To to pull your brain in from like that. from the dizzying amount of stimuli that's hitting us at all the times to pull it back in. And I think that's the thing that nature um, is there to help us with. And and certainly taking photographs on our phones too can help us to zero in on those things too and really look carefully at the world around us Mm. and slows down everything in our brain for those moments with or without a camera. I don't know if I told you about this, but as a, teenager, I had a really cool teacher in middle school who would talk about using your eyes like a camera mm. and looking at an object and then just really focusing in on it and just have, letting that permeate your brain like a photograph. So um, taking a photograph with your eyes instead of pulling out your iPhone sometimes. Yeah. 
Although, uh, to be fair, I follow you on Instagram and you do take some really amazing shots. Um, and I've, I mean, I've lived in Houston for decades at this point, and I'm always amazed at the kind of photographs that you take where I'm like, I know I've been there and I've never noticed that. Right. Like, so, um, so everybody, you guys need to go check out her Instagram feed as well so that you can see sort of, um, our awesome city here. Okay. So, uh, now, one of the things also um, that you do, so I know you're located in Houston, most of your clients, if not all of your clients are sort of local, but you've done some virtual coaching as well, right? Like uh, people don't necessarily have to be in Houston in order to um, to work with you. Is that right? No, right. that's right. So as long as you have uh, earbuds for your phone and you can go take a walk, I'll walk with you. And I'm, um, and my integrity around that is solid. So if I tell you I'm walking, I am outside walking with you. So we, we virtually walk and we both have our earbuds in. Um, and I listen as you talk and process on your walk, wherever you might be. Oh. And I, I do that with people um, in many, there's a couple of locations across the country. That's so awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that. All right. So cool. All right. So now we're going to just do our quick lightning round. I'm just going to ask you this. Um, This quick question, it's a question that I ask everybody who is on the Make Light Show. And my question to you is, how do you ensure that you infuse your own life and work with meaning and purpose? You know, I think this is one of the gifts of being in uh, middle age, if I can say being past 50 as being middle age. But um, if, if it's not with, if my life, if I'm not doing what I need to do in my life for purpose and meaning, then there's no point, right? Like, (laughs) Um, the end is closer than it's ever been before. And so, um, for me, that's, um, living an authentic life Mm. and sharing what I can with other people along the trail. Um, and, and it's literally walking, Mm. you know, walking through life and finding, finding the courage, um, to do the things to live authentically in my own life. And hopefully, modeling that and sharing that with other people along the way so that, you know, the things that I've learned through a lot of struggle and loss and pain in my life um, might be of help to someone else. Yeah. I love that. Well, I certainly love everything that you have taught me about walking. And um, I promised you before we went, um, we started recording that I was going to go take a walk after we were done today. And I'm even more determined to do it because it is a beautiful day outside. <laughs> so thank, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so thrilled that you were here. Thank you. And I, I can't wait to hear about your walk. So you got to get out there and get stepping. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Laura is just such a calming presence, isn't she? I just I love what she said about how when we're more mentally healthy, everything else just starts to fall into place. Also, I wanted to let you know that after we turned off the microphones when we recorded that, she gave me a wonderful piece of advice about how to start a walking practice that I wanted to pass on to you. She said that if you really want to create a resolution around moving, all you need to do is just commit to walking in nature, maybe just twice a week, maybe only 15 minutes at a time, which sounds really easy. And she promises me that if I did this, I would see a difference. So I'm going to do it. And I hope you do too. Anyway, as always, I'll share all of the great information that she shared over in the show notes, including how to get a hold of her if you'd like to have a session with her. Remember, she was happy to meet you if you're here in Houston, or you could even do it over the phone with her using your earbuds. So check her out. Go over to themakelightshow.com and you'll find all of this information. And with that, that's it for this episode of The Make Light Show. 
for 2019. Now, again, don't forget to check out karenwalrinda.com forward slash coach. I'd love to work with you one-on-one to achieve your goals. And remember, if you mentioned that you heard it on the Make Light Show, you'll get 15% off a six session package or 20% off a 12 session package. And trust me on this, we will make magic together. Also, of course, if you're looking for other ways to infuse your life with purpose, but you find yourself a little stuck, well, send me an email. With any questions, any challenges that you'd like me to tackle, send it to karen at themakelightshow.com and you just might hear an answer to your question or challenge on an upcoming episode. I'm Karen Walrand, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with all new tips and tricks to make light in 2020. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a thing. Happy New Year, my friends, and don't forget, keep on making light.